You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode six. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives. Today, I want to talk to you about all the reasons I've stayed in unfulfilling creative jobs over the past 20 years. I don't want other creatives to feed themselves these lies day in and day out. We often are not able to even recognize our own misguided thinking. And then we normalize toxic behavior or environments that no longer suit us or our work styles. Our jobs are to use our creativity to convince our target audiences that the product or service or experience we're promoting is the absolute best one out there. So of course we can convince ourselves of anything, even when it doesn't serve our careers, our talents, or our mental health. And not every job you're going to love forever. Sometimes things work for you at a certain point in your life. You move on, you grow, the organization grows, and you're no longer a match. But it's really hard to recognize that and come to terms with it. So I want to give you the 10 things I told myself over the past 20 years to keep myself either stuck in a role, stuck in a position, stuck with a client and my freelance work. I fed myself these excuses and there were instances where I really struggled with kind of getting out of these mindsets because I didn't realize I was in them. There is something better out there for you. And I want to help you get unstuck. So let's go through these reasons together. And I want to share exactly my mindset in each one of these. First one that I always went to when I felt like a job was maybe no longer for me or I was kind of outgrowing it, I had friends there. We become very close to the people we work with because we often spend more time with them than we do with our families. These become your work families. It's very normal to think about it in those terms because it is a relationship. Whenever I gave myself this excuse, it was because I had grown very close with the people I worked with, with the creatives, with the marketing team, with some of the account managers, you name it. It didn't matter where they worked. If we worked together over a period of years, you you get to know someone really well. And then you feel like, well, you know, I, I already know these people. I like them. I enjoy their company. I like working with them. And I, I don't think I'm going to find this anywhere else. That is absolutely false. I've had many jobs throughout the course of my career. And at every single one, I made amazing friends, friends that I still have. I am still friends with the people from my very first job right out of college. And it's okay to recognize that you have made those friends and those connections and that's important to you, but you don't want that to keep you stuck because those people, they're also going to move on. And so if you're staying at a job because you know that you have a great group of people, but the work is boring, the clients are driving you bananas, the managers are not respecting your creative input, or they're not valuing you in a way that you really want them to, that's not enough to stay. You need to recognize that you will make friends elsewhere and you will still have these friends and it's okay. Someone very close to me once told me that I will have new old times when I was worried about leaving a job. 
they were absolutely right. Because every job I've gone to, I did have new friends and I did have new old times and they were just as fun, just as amazing and just as comfortable. So if you're feeling stuck because you don't want to leave your friends, just know that's normal, but also know that that's not a good enough reason to create this kind of stagnation in your creative career because you have way more to contribute to the world than just friendship. The second thing I always told myself, and I know this is something that will resonate with you because I've heard it from many, many creatives when I speak with them directly, it could be worse elsewhere. How many times have you said, this isn't so bad, it's probably worse elsewhere? Is anywhere really better than here? And my answer is, if you are being disrespected, if you are being undervalued, if you are not being utilized to your full potential, everywhere is better than there. And telling yourself that it's okay to be mistreated or it's okay to just be asleep at the wheel and not put your creative talent into the world and do the work you really want because you think it's going to be worse somewhere else, that's absolutely untrue. And I told myself this all the time. Whenever I was in an organization and I would hear horror stories from someone else who had worked at a different company, it's like, oh, well, I'm glad I'm not there. But I really wasn't glad I was where I was. I was just trying to give myself a reason to avoid the discomfort of change. So if you're not feeling like where you are is your jam right now, I can tell you that moving to a new place is not going to be worse because you've already checked out. And by giving yourself this kind of excuse, you're definitely trying to convince yourself that whatever terrible experience you're in is okay. The third one that I used to tell myself all the time, I'm just waiting for the right thing to come along. How many times have you said, I'm just really picky? No, you're not. Because if you were, you wouldn't be in a job where you felt undervalued or mistreated or ignored or silenced or siloed. I do what I do now because I had all of these experiences and I know how hard it is to uproot yourself and get started and move forward. A lot of creatives end up in roles where they don't feel like they're part of the broader marketing team. They don't feel like they're using their full potential in a role. But telling yourself that you're only waiting for something that's really, really good means you don't really want to go anywhere. And that thing is never going to arrive because you're not looking at things objectively. You're never going to find the thing that's better if you're not open to finding something else. And you don't want to let that keep you stuck. There are many other jobs out there who will allow you to do the things that you're maybe not doing right now. And so if you're telling yourself this, make a list of the things you want to do in your next role and look for those. Actively participate in the movement of your career. If you're just waiting for something, it's probably not going to happen because you haven't outlined what it is you're waiting for. The fourth thing I would tell myself, I haven't been here long enough to leave. When I first started out in design, the average time at a job was about four to five years. So I thought if I can get at least three in this first job, I would feel comfortable starting to look for the next thing. I ended up working there three and a half. I moved across the country and I was immediately recruited at the next job, which I stayed at for 18 months 
months. And that filled me with absolute dread because I thought there's no way I can find another job after being here for such a short period of time. Everyone's going to think that I'm non-committal, that I'm a job hopper. I didn't pay my dues, that I was going to have one foot out the door. What I realized was it's not about the time that you've been at a job. It's about the impact that you've made. And if you've been at a job for years and years and you don't have anything in your portfolio or you have very little to show from that time, it doesn't matter how long you've been there. That's not the impressive thing to your next employer. The impressive thing is the impact you made, the work you did, the contribution you made to that organization, how you helped them achieve their business goals. If you're in an organization 18 months and you have a lot of work to talk about, that's plenty of time. If you're in an organization six months because you were brought in to work on a specific campaign and it was amazing, that's enough to talk about in an interview. So don't relate the quality of your career to the time you spent at individual places. Staying somewhere because you feel like you just want to put in your years is dangerous. You want to be able to demonstrate to someone that you were able to contribute. You were able to use your creativity to move that business forward. And it doesn't matter how long or how little it took you to do that. What matters is the quality of the work you did while you were there. So don't tell yourself the lie that you haven't been there long enough to find something better. The fifth thing I said to myself in many jobs when I knew I was outgrowing them is that I felt too guilty leaving my team with all of the work. And now this wasn't just when I was in leadership roles. This is when I was part of design teams, working side by side with other creatives and knowing that I had a specific role in each project. And if I left, I would saddle those people with that work. And I didn't want to do that to my friends. I didn't want to do that to my coworkers. I felt really responsible for the work that I was doing. And rightly so, because we are each responsible for the jobs that we do but not to the degree that it should hold us back. We should never be the martyrs in our careers because that doesn't get us anywhere. What we need to do is recognize that the people working around you will be able to cope. They will replace you in that role or those people might even leave too. You have no idea what other people are planning. Sometimes you think, oh, this person's gonna be here forever. We're gonna work together forever. It's gonna be amazing. And then they get another offer and they go. And then you're left with the work. But you don't begrudge them that growth in their career because they took a better offer or a more exciting position somewhere. You want them to grow just like they want you to grow. So don't delude yourself into thinking that guilt is a good reason to stay stuck in your creative career. It's so easy for us to feel guilty. Guilt is part of how our society operates. You feel like you have to do things. You feel like you need to hustle. You, you feel guilty for not answering that email fast enough, not answering that Slack message fast enough. We're tethered to our devices because of guilt and fear that people are gonna think we're lazy or we don't care or we're not pulling our weight. None of those things are true. And none of those things should be the reasons that you stay in a job that doesn't work for you anymore. So if you feel guilty, just know other people also feel guilty, but they might not be letting that hold them back. And you could walk in on Monday morning and the person you work with and have worked with side by side for years might let you know, hey, I took another offer. We're going to have to wrap up this project or I'm going to have to get you up to speed on this work because I'm not going to be able to do it in two weeks from now. That happens every day. So don't be the person that is the martyr 
just so you can avoid feeling that guilt. You'll feel it, but you'll move on to something better and it will be amazing for your career and also your creative potential. The sixth reason I stayed at jobs that I felt like I was outgrowing is that I couldn't possibly leave in the middle of this campaign, of this launch, of this event, of this initiative, whatever it was, I could not possibly go anywhere. There is good reason to stay and finish your creative work, because if that's a portfolio piece that is going to get you to that next level or that next step or that next job that you're looking to move into, then by all means, finish that project. But we have to recognize that the work never stops. There's almost never a good time to leave a job. You are leaving your manager with a hole in the team that they have to fill. You're leaving the team with some of the work that you were getting done. But the work's not going to stop coming. We as creatives need to pick our moments. That doesn't mean there's never a moment. There will always be things to do. There will always be deadlines. It's okay to leave in the middle of something. If you are detached from it, if you're disengaged, if you really don't care about adding it to your portfolio, don't tell yourself that you just need to wait till the end because the next one's going to start up immediately and then you're going to have to wait to the end of that. And before you know it, you've gone through six different cycles and it's been three years and you're still at this job waiting for the perfect exit. There is no perfect exit. I would tell myself this all the time. I'll just finish this event. I'm just going to get to the holidays. I'm just going to get through the summer. You can move on to work that is more interesting and exciting to you and an organization that respects you and wants you to put your creative talents to work for them. The seventh thing on this list, and this is a really cheap one, I used to tell myself, well, I have a short commute or it's a nice office building. I really like working downtown or... I have a really flexible schedule and I can work from home. I even told myself I should stay in this job because I have a great parking spot. None of those are reasons to stay in a creative position. You can find great buildings. You can find short commutes. You can find great parking spots. You can find hybrid roles. They're out there. So telling yourself that the logistics of your job are so good that you want to stay in the job, but you don't actually like the job is gaslighting. (laughs) Your brain is not engaged with the role. And so you're trying to scrape together any reason to avoid having to do your portfolio, having to do your resume, having to put yourself out there, having to network, because all of those things are hard and uncomfortable. I've had positions in beautiful, lead-certified buildings with gorgeous interior design, a fireplace in the lobby, a rooftop deck where I could see the mountains and the city. It still wasn't enough because the work itself didn't interest me anymore. I knew I had more to contribute to the world. I felt undervalued. Logistics should never be a reason to keep a creative job. The eighth thing I told myself, and I've heard a lot of people say this to me when we have our intro calls, I figured out how to stay under the radar. So it's really not that bad right now. Whenever we say something's not that bad, that's a red flag. We're trying to convince ourselves that we can tolerate a certain level of misery and we can normalize that. And if you're in a role where you figured out how to find a hiding spot to stay away from maybe a toxic boss, maybe a terrible client, maybe a dysfunctional team or leader, that is a major problem. 
Because what you're doing is actively deciding that you are going to tolerate a dysfunctional environment. And that is not okay. That is not okay. It is not okay to feel like you could possibly be abused in some way if for some reason you got on that radar. Staying under the radar, that's not going to help your creative career because what it does is it makes you avoid speaking up. You avoid contributing at a higher level because you're afraid of being in the spotlight because you know that that could potentially be negative. And that's not how creatives should work. You should be able to represent what you do, talk about your process, prove your value. If you're staying under the radar, you are hiding and hoping that they don't see you. Our jobs are highly visual. You should be noticed. And if you're afraid of being noticed at your job, that's a bad sign. The ninth thing that I used to tell myself was, I can't go anywhere because I know this brand or these clients better than anyone. And what will happen to it if I'm gone? What will happen to it is they will find another talented creative to come in with a new perspective and evolve it further. A lot of times we put so much effort and work into the creative, into the branding, into the evolution of an organization. We want to continue because we feel like we're responsible for the success of that brand. And if we're the experts on the brand, that's great. But we're going to be the experts on every brand because it's what we do. And the next person that comes in and replaces you, they're going to be the expert on the brand also. This is a cyclical thing. It's okay. Your clients will get over losing you. Maybe you didn't even like them to begin with, but feeling like you know too much to go anywhere, that is delusional. I deluded myself in many ways thinking I couldn't leave organizations that I helped rebrand. No one's seen all the things that I've seen. They will see other things because every creative is different and someone else is going to have a different perspective, but they're still going to move forward and evolve the brand. They're still going to learn. They're still going to understand there might be a knowledge gap for a period of time, but that doesn't mean you need to put your career on hold because of that reason. And the last excuse that I gave myself so I could stay in a job and avoid the discomfort of that growth and change and the unknown, I was afraid to face up to the fact that this wasn't for me anymore. And that was probably the most honest reason I had given myself. And once I recognized I was operating from a place of fear, I would have to put myself out there again and interview and update my resume, my portfolio. I didn't want to face up to any of those things, but I knew that that was the all-encompassing reason. All of those other excuses are just excuses, but it really boils down to the fact that I was afraid. And this is how our brains work. They want to keep us safe. They don't want us to go out where the lions might be. They want us to stay with the pack of gazelles. Separation from the herd equals death is what we've told ourselves for thousands of years. This is not the truth when it comes to jobs. You absolutely can separate from your current herd, find a new herd, and be completely successful. It's okay to seek change. It is okay. So I hope this helped you. I hope it made you think a little bit more critically about where you are and maybe why you're stuck. And you might consider listening to the first episode of this podcast on quietly quitting because that directly correlates to everything we talked about today. And it might provide you with a little bit more insight. It kills my soul to see all of these amazing and talented people suffering in roles that are just dulling their creative spark every single day. 
So if you are struggling because you feel unfulfilled, you want new challenges and experiences, but you don't know what those are or how to get them, I can help you. This is what I do all day, every day. And I've been where you are and I know how to get you unstuck. And if you don't know where to start, just set up a 15-minute call with me and do a thought download. Just be honest about where you're at. That's really all it takes to have the expanse of what is possible begin to open up for you in your career. You can contact me anytime at rockthatcreativejob.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn and send me a message. I also have 20 free YouTube videos that'll get you started with resume, portfolio, interview skills. I want to make sure that no creative is trapped in a mind-numbing job. We are doing something every day that is unique to our creative brains. No one else sees the world like you. And I want you to get out there and contribute to it in a way that makes you feel energized and excited to go to work every single day. So thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one. 